De ster van de stad, altijd dichtbij. RTV Maastricht. That was The Chase from Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike and Quintino, Dutch DJs, Dutch remakes. Uh, welcome in the second hour of today's show. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm still Katinka, your host for today. Still here with my amazing co-host, Cheyenne. Hola, hola. And Helena. Hello. And our wonderful tech, Zeki. What's up? And uh, yeah, we just spent an hour talking about the income, you know, the big introduction week here in Maastricht. And now for the second hour, we wanted to take you guys on a tour through Maastricht like we know it. Because obviously the income is epic. 
But then it's going to end on Friday evening. So what are all the students going to do after that? That's what we're going to talk about today. The song you just listened to was a, a remix from Dutch DJs. And that's also something I did with all the music this hour. It's all Dutch artists. So get ready for dance. <laughs> We're going to listen to some Dutch music or either made here in the Netherlands by people from the Netherlands. I just want to say that I appreciate the fact that you are making up for all the time that we did not have a Dutch artist on our shows. Thank right? you for that. Yeah, I'm trying to do that. Like every now and then, if I get control over a show, <laughs> get some Dutchies represented. Um, and it's not all the... Well, actually, it's it's no slager this hour. So not all the music that usually people run into, especially here in Maastricht. It's always the carnival music, right? But um, we have more to give you guys. And now I'm even more grateful to you that there's no slager. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> of course not. So what's going on in our town? Where can you go to get your shot of culture, music, out, performance and more? Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys first, what do you love most about Maastricht? Elena, what's, if you would have to say something... I mean, it's hard. It's hard to to pick one really. Like, what I love is the the fact that there's always something going on, despite it being such a, a small town. So I guess, or they used to be before before Corona. Um, a lot of things we're going to be talking about now are things that are going to be happening soon. Well, and probably yeah. haven't been happening for a year. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. But I think, uh, yeah, what I miss most is like uh, concerts. You know, uh, yeah, obviously also parties, but especially concerts just like on a random uh, midweek uh, evening, you know, could be, you know, a jam session at the Duke or it could be, you know, something organized by some bands from the conservatorium or something, you know, but oh. just like in, yeah, I don't know. I remember once I went to this really cool art space and there was like some really cool bands and stuff like jazz or whatever. And yeah, I think stuff like this is really, really nice in Maastricht. And there's also things you stumble upon. Yeah, exactly. Like little intimate uh, kind of things. And I think that's really nice. And also there's a little bit for every taste. So I like that. All right. Awesome. How is that for UCM? What's been your favorite thing? You've been here for a while now. I've I've, I've indeed been here for a while. In fact, this is the this is this is the place where I've been the longest after after India I think in one place uh, and I'd say I think it is like like Helena right, rightfully pointed out it's 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 a very diverse city for for such a small city as well so and small in the sense as in geographically small so it's easy to bike anywhere it's yeah. not it's not really hilly although I was a bit disappointed it wasn't entirely flat uh, <laughs> I, was in, I was in Groningen two weeks ago Maastricht is not flat. <laughs> I can say it. The rest of this country that's flat. It is you have flat. some flat like spaces. Yes. Look, my boyfriend from Flevoland. Let me tell you, there is nothing flatter than Flevoland. Overijssel, Groningen. It gets even flatter. Are you sure? Because yeah, Flevoland sure. is literally the newest polder. Well, mm. fair enough, uh, but it's basically that whole area. Well, Oof. Flevoland they built later on, right? Yeah, exactly. They stole the water. They stole the land from the water, like the Dutch always do. Yeah. Like, oh, there's water here. Well, let's let's make land. God made God <laughs> God, we do. God made Earth, but the Dutch made the Netherlands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very true. Well, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's something you like about Maastricht. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, because the university is so so diverse as well. Like if you compare it to cities, indeed, like Groningen or or Delft, where I studied, um, 
it 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 does tend to be very um, very monotonous for the lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, whereas Master University is now it, it's already big with law, the law, the, with the law faculty, medicine faculty, uh, arts, and now also science. Is um, yeah, they're really focusing on that. So yeah, I like I like where it is going, and yeah, really looking forward to some some very interesting events. All right, awesome. Me too. How's that for you, Zaki? What uh, what have you liked most about Maastricht the past few years? I mean, <clears throat> it's the same thing that I like when I first came here. You know, just the vibe. You know, the people. Whenever I go to a new city, I don't really like. It's not like what draws me to a city. It's not so much like the events that may be happening somewhere or like architecture or things like that. It's more so getting to talk to people there, getting to know people and the vibe that I get from the people there. And that's something that I loved about Maastricht. That's something that when I first came here told me that I could make my home here. And yeah, yeah it's something that I still really love about the city. Yeah. Oh, so nice to hear you guys say all these sweet <laughs> words about my city. Obviously I was born and raised here. And so I've been, uh, I've also been out of Maastricht for wells, but, uh, but not forever. So, yeah, I think I agree with all the things that you guys are saying, but also something that I fell in love with over the past few years is the international scene. So when I was younger, I've always been a part of more the alternative scene in Maastricht. But now for the past few years, um, also through my work, rolled more into the international scene. And uh, and that's what I, that's where I, what I enjoy most. Like obviously, I have my Dutch and Maastricht friends, and I still have that life. But the possibilities that are here for internationals, for experts, for international students, it's it's not always easy to find. I would say I definitely think there's a lot of work to be done there to make it more accessible. Um, but when that happens, it just opens up so many possibilities for so many people. It's also what I've seen um, with the development of SRM over the past few years. Like the first year and a half, it was very close. It was just a, a small group of people that kept doing all the work. And then at some point when, when that barrier breaks open, I mean, that's what we've seen last year. Like We as an organization, but also our community just exploded. And then there are so many people that can find a place here, do things, be creative. And um, yeah. I enjoy that very, very much, all the possibilities that we can create in this uh, small little city. It's amazing. It's an amazing place here. I love yeah. Master. All right. So for everybody that's been here for like a day or two, welcome. As you can hear, you uh, landed in the best city in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to listen um, to another song from, well, like you guys know by now, a Dutch band. Uh, the band is Ska Guitar, and the song is Cookies and Tea. So... A cute song, nice song, good vibes. Also something that reminded me of the ska parties we used to have at LBB. So uh, I hope that we will have some more of that in the near future.
Prince. That was Cookies and Tea from Ska Guitar. Welcome back to Studio Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. We're still with the four of us in the studio. I'm Katinka here with Helena. Hello. And Shiam. Hola, hola. And Zaki. Hoi. So, welcome back. We're talking about Maastricht and this beautiful city and all the things that, uh, yeah, we can do here usually and hopefully we can soon again uh, but we've noticed there's more things coming up again and we wanted to show um well tell you guys basically about what what things we do as SRM or just as people that have been living here for a few years so what does Maastricht have to offer as in more alternatives to the mainstream night lives can you want to say something well i will say the first thing that i discovered that saved my that saved my life for the first few months in maastricht was food bank at lbb yes so you know, if you don't know lbb it's on the other side of the river from where we are right now um and it's like specifically a big squat but every week they have food bank where they go to the mark and they get all the farm all the farm all the, it's where they have the farmer's market every week they get all the food that the farmers would be throwing away um and they're like no we can save this and make it we can make one last meal out of it and they also get some food that that, that has been saved from dumpsters and things like this and they make a three-course vegan meal yeah yeah we're now during uh corona since they haven't been able to do uh, a meal I mean, they have been doing a little bit more lately, but like during this whole time, they were doing like a little uh, free enter market, let's say, where you would just go and uh, take whatever you you needed. Yep, exactly. Now use those vegetables in two days because they are on their last legs. But I mean, it's food. It's oh, yeah. free so food. Sure. Yeah. And super helpful. Yeah, awesome. So I think LBB, so that's Landbaubelang for the people that are new here. If you see that, that's our LBB. It's been around for years and years. Question, what exactly does Landbaubelang mean? Yeah, well, uh, people ask me that all the time. <laughs> it's, uh, so Landbau is... Um, uh, yeah, is it, is it like things? the city city granary? No, Landbau is like everything you know farmers do ah. is the Landbau. Mm. Uh, so, you know, building on land, growing things... Okay. That's Lambo. Uh, belong is, what's that? Organization. Like, yeah, of kind of. So it has like nothing. The name has nothing to do with like squats or anything. I actually don't know. Maybe we should we should ask somebody <laughs> there like why they came up with the name. Uh, for me, it doesn't really make sense. Also, it took me a few years to figure out that it was Lambo Belong because I've always known it as LBB. So I think the first time I came there I was probably like fourteen or fifteen. I think mm. around that age. They they were around maybe for one or two years. Yeah. I think it's worth noting that LBB is not only food bank, they also would have parties and things like yep. this. And this is where I started to meet a lot of people in the alternative scene here in Maastricht. Um, for example, people who lived at the former Mandrill, rest in peace. Um, yeah. And yeah, but like a lot of the more alternative people in the city, I would, would often go to LBB and that's how I just end up meeting them. Yeah, it's also more of a community, right? So there's there it, it is partially a squad, so people are living there. Uh, but then there's huge spaces where there are parties and these are parties all over the spectrum. So I've been to, like yeah. I just said, ska parties, but there's also been drum and bass parties, techno, uh, live bands. There, there's art uh, expositions that have been going around there. It's just, just anything you yeah. can imagine. There's Inside yoga. and outside. Yeah. There's Open uh, mics. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's the Kelderche, which is a small space downstairs. Uh, I don't think they're using it right now because... It, of the it got flood. flooded. It's <laughs> Lambo Belong is almost in the mass. So when the mass got flooded a few weeks ago, 
uh, it, uh, it brought a bit of a mess up on them. Uh, but yeah, there's also the Doorgeefwinkel there. So that's an awesome initiative where you can donate clothes, stuff, books, toys, anything you have and you don't need. And somebody else can still use it. You bring it there and then other people can pick it up for free. So I, I love the, the Doorgeefwinkel. Uh, and behind it, there's also the Landhuis. So that's where uh, I think Kaleido is still there right now, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, looking after the space, but there's also a lot of different things being organized there. So there's like small bonfires, there's gatherings, um, yeah, yoga lessons, workshops. There's, there's something, always something happening yes. around the LBB. So definitely an awesome, uh, awesome space to check out. What else do we have? Well, there was, there used to be the Mandrill, and like I said, yeah, going back to LBB, indeed, I, I have to say it is one of the best places to meet people. In fact, since I've known LBB, I've not really ventured into town because I just didn't have the need to do that. Uh, Only going to the bar until LBB party starts. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and at one point, you, you can start volunteering if you're a regular, and yeah, then you're very much part of the scene. Yeah. Helena, what what things do you do normally? Let's say <laughs> maybe not right now. Oh man, well I, I'm doing so many things <laughs> really, but let's say of uh, uh, leisure, uh, leisurely things. Um, I mean, yeah, also uh, frequenting the LBB every now and then. Uh, yeah, I personally uh, like the music scene, so. I like the DJ scene also, so I like to find people who are uh, connected to this, you know. And uh, that, for example, at the LBB, it's it's uh, there are many many people, like-minded people, I would say, you know. Well, but also, I uh, part, yeah, I do I do a lot of extracurriculars. <laughs> so I'm like with I'm with Amnesty uh, Amnesty students. Uh, Amnesty International Maastricht students, <laughs> to be precise, <laughs> and uh, yeah, for example, that is a super organization to join. It's not uh, UM only. Um, it's really, it's really a nice organization, and uh, we organize uh, lectures and workshops and all kinds of stuff. And I personally. I write for the blog, which is not like a very out and out and about kind of thing, you know. But still, it's like one of the Maastricht uh, organizations and stuff that that uh, you can join, and that's also a great way to to meet people. Because I would say also a little bit in the activism uh, scene, you can uh, you can find really interesting uh, people from different backgrounds, different approaches. Like Amnesty is such a big organization. I don't even know how how many active members there are, but I would say upwards of 50. So yeah, there's all kinds of people there to connect with. And I think that's one of the nice things I'm doing in Maastricht <laughs> yeah, these days. Awesome. <laughs> I think it's also really good to find a community that matches with who you are or what you want to do. Yeah. So Helena, for you, obviously that's activism. We just heard your story with Khan, where you're also a part <laughs> of, and then you're doing all the things here at SRM, mainly always asking us, is that plan sustainable? <laughs> and if it's not, we cannot do it. <laughs> so that's <laughs> awesome that you're so busy with that. Have you guys ever been to like a Faye Rosé or joined some activities from Dionix? I've okay. been to a couple of the events there um, early. Yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't been to that many of the things there just because I feel like, uh, like they're better. I feel like 
personally there are better bars in the city, but the events that they would have there, like the language cafes and things like this, would be nice. Um, and so I would just go to Cafe Rosé, really, if they were having a specific evening, as opposed yeah. to just going there regularly. <laughs> yeah, so for people that don't know it, uh, Cafe Rosé and then definitely Dionics, we've also are in touch with them and sometimes share, you know, activities that they do. We always put it on the cultural agenda if we know of things happening. These are also communities that are like all inclusive, so mainly focusing on um, like, yeah. Yeah, as far as I know, Dionyx is like the LGBT, LGBT youth organization yeah. in Limber. Exactly, and Café Rosé, I know it obviously from when I was way way younger one of my friends came out as homosexual and then uh, we took him there we went with like the whole friend group (laughs) we went to Café Rosé because they threw parties then as well for uh, younger well kids I mean it was 14 till 18 I think was the the group for those evenings and he was I think we were around 16 um, and then he could meet other gay people because that was kind of a thing in high school where people are coming out every now and then but you don't know yet who you are or people discovering this or coming out is is a bit of a thing sometimes Uh, and that was also really awesome for us as younger people but I also know that a lot of students are still going through that journey of figuring out who am I or if you already know then sometimes it can be tough to find a community with like-minded people or where people accept you. Which is also, I think, one of the reasons why SRM started. Maybe, Siki, you can tell something about that, because you were here when, uh, when Ruby founded SRM. Well, actually, no. I started a year after the oh, really? founding of SRM. Yeah. So it was All founded... Right. It was founded... So it started on uh, Sharing is Caring with a Facebook post. Hey, would anyone be interested in, like, you know, making audio content like podcasts or things like this? And then, yeah, there's someone by, named by the name of Florian... I think it's his last name. Well, I haven't been on Facebook for a long time, so I haven't seen that name in a while. Um, <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Florian. Yeah, Florian, Ruby, Anastasia, Lothar von Wageningen. Yep. Shout out to all y'all people. Y'all are, we love y'all. We love y'all so much. Um, um, yeah, also, Shad was treasurer then. Wow, but that was a while, that was a while back. But um, yeah, it, wasn't really, it was really started just more to create a platform to create audio content. You know, Ruby, Ruby with all of their technical knowledge, and then just a lot of other people who are interested in just creating, and that's really where SRM just was born. Yeah, and then I think that's also something that was very important to create a community where. Uh, anybody is accepted, no matter exactly. what clothes you wear, no matter uh, how you identify, uh, no matter who you are on whatever spectrum. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, it's a thing, right? We all belong somewhere, but it's really sometimes difficult to find people that match with you. And I think here with SRAM, that was one of the goals I know that Ruby had to also create a platform and create parties where that are all inclusive, where anybody can just come and exactly. no, no questions asked. Even that is, gets exhausting at some point, right? Um, so yeah, that's a bit of a story about SRAM. So also a community uh, to join. Um, yeah, and I think something for the more international students, a lot of the student associations in Maastricht, studentenverenigingen, are uh, Dutch. I know a lot of them on the introduction weeks, obviously all the communication is in English, but then throughout the year, a lot of them go back to Dutch. So that can be a bit of a hassle sometimes if you don't speak Dutch yet. Um, but we have a few international ones. Uh, we talked to, suppose it's Saurus, is that the name, the rowing? Yes, th- yes, yes. They yes. do a lot of things in, in English. That's what they told us, that yeah. they keep communicating in English as well. And uh, it's very important to them. Obviously, there's Kaleido, which is 
a studentenvereniging, but then also more of a community that you can join. You don't have to be a member. You can also come to the parties, open mics. They will start up again soon. Comedy nights, if that's something you're interested in. Uh, and they're also based now near the LBB. So that's more of the alternative scene. I think it's time for a song. Because we were talking a lot. What uh, what do you have for us, Suki? Uh, it's an Unlock and Release oh, by yeah. Spoil Engine and Björn Strid. Uh, yeah, hope yeah. you all enjoy. I don't know the song. Yeah, you chose it. Yeah, I chose it. Right. <laughs> and Spoil Engine, just a little fun fact. The singer, she is from Maastricht. So, uh, yeah, Iris Hoosens. You can check her out on Facebook. She's awesome. She does all the grunting and the screening and the, and the music. So, yeah, just a little heads up. It's loud music, which obviously we love to play here every now and then as well. And uh, there's a singer. And she's female. And she grunts. So Ooh. that's awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yes, that was Unlock and Release from Spoiler Engine with our super awesome Maastricht uh, singer, Iris. Love her. Shout out to Iris. Um, yeah, welcome back on our show. You're still listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. As always, I'm Katinka here in the studio with Shem. Que tal, que tal? Helena. Hello. And Zaki. Hoi, hoi. And we're uh, we're trying to yeah tell you guys as much as we can about the the scene in Maastricht everything that there's to do here also after this income week, so yeah we mentioned a bit of more of an alternative way of going out here uh, at the LBB and all things around that uh, and I also wanted to know well actually I just wanted to talk to you guys about music live music obviously we haven't had well I wouldn't say any because there's been like some weeks <laughs> over the past year and a half where there were some concerts and things uh, but not a lot so let's say in a few weeks things keep opening up we know that festivals up to 750 people are allowed right now but let's say that it might be more over time where um, where should people go what's there to do Hmm. Apart from LBB. Apart from LBB, yeah. Apart from Belang, <laughs> which is, oh, by the way, it's, it's on Wiesenwald 3, the address. Um, it's right next to Mississippi. Well, the just follow shop. the mass. Yeah. Just follow the mass. Or the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You you will, if you don't know that yet. Graffiti, that's LBB. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you don't know Mississippi yet as a new student, you will. you'll get there you'll next get there. week. I'll give you one week <laughs> to find it. Uh, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't, that's not my go-to. <laughs> no, but you know about it. I know about exactly. it, yeah. I mean, if exactly. you take one stroll through town, you're going to find the boat. True, um, but, but, but indeed, apart from that, there are, given that there are at least two music schools, there mm-hmm. are some concerts that I've come across from the conservatorium. Yeah, so Key, maybe you can tell us some more about that, because you're a conservatory expert. Yes, 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 yes. So the conservatory, I mean, well, every class, ha- most most of the classes, you know, there's the singing classes with the singing, different singing teachers, so four singing classes, different classes for each instrumentalists. Generally, periodically, they will have class concerts so that, they can, so that the students can have experience performing, you know. And yeah, those are always great. But my personal highlight of the entire year is in January when there is the Night of Classical Music. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. So, so, so y'all who don't know this, basically the entire building is open. They have all the, basically all the windows, all the, all the, um, not windows, all the classroom, like some of the classrooms open and there's basically small performances happening all over the school. And yeah, it's, it's lit. It's lit. Just go because it's all amazing. Wow, that sounds really great. But uh, also, uh, I really like the Maastricht the Jazz Awards. Oh yeah, that's at the jazz concert. That's a jazz school. I'm not yeah. the jazz. I'm at the, at the classical. I'm a classical department kind of guy. Yeah, jazz. So you've been at the classical department. I've studied a year, <laughs> sometime one year at the conservatory at the Dependance, so for descent music. Okay. Uh, so music school basically. Um, and then that's also where the jazz apartment was. So we were like, yeah, exactly, with the exactly. Cool the people building, at the other yeah. side of the river. They <laughs> <It's> were <laughs> very small. I think my class, like my whole year, was fifteen people. So it's really a small part of the conservatory, um, and they organize a lot of those uh, things. So they have a jazz week as well. Oh yes, yes, yes. Also, but also every week, at least last year, before COVID, there was at the lab there would be a jazz open yeah. mic, which would be if you don't know the lab, the lab is a. Um, it's a bar uh, slash restaurant slash kind of club place, but they depends on the night. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on the night. But it's right behind. It's right. It's very close to the classical apartment, and it's great. It's yeah. great. So it's like a three-minute walk from Freitov. 
Yeah, exactly. Kind of. uh, and something that you see throughout town as well. So if you like jazz music, uh, that a lot of the students from the conservatory, obviously we're talking normal life, but it will happen soon. Uh, they organize a lot of jazz nights in different like bars and cafes throughout town. So obviously that's the Duke. There have a lot of jazz evenings there. Uh, and you will see students from the conservatory there just on stage all night. Usually it's also nights where you can join. So it's like semi-open mic. I would say. Um, and then there's also open mics around town. Can't wait for those to start up again as soon as the bars can have some people inside. Um, yeah, and the Musique Hitre is also something I wanted to mention. Jam, we bumped into them at the income as well. Uh, exactly, exactly. We talked to one of the volunteers. Awesome guy that was. Yeah, it was a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. The Musique Hitre has been around for a while and now they're in their new location on the Bostrat, right next to the Student yep. Hotel. And they, it, it, it's one of the, the big venues in Maastricht for, for concerts. And yeah, I've, I've enjoyed a couple of concerts there. But it was also nice to know that they are also offering, I think, uh, more uh, sophisticated places for musicians to practice. Yeah, so they have studios in their new building. They have a whole second floor. And on that floor, there's studios uh, that you can rent out for I would say student-friendly prices. I don't know the prices, but that's what they told us. <laughs> so yeah. they were already also build uh, with the idea of younger people that are starting bands, you know, giving giving them the opportunity to have a space to record something without you having to rent out a studio because that is very expensive. Um, so I don't know. I think you can rent them out per like two and a half hours or something. Um, practice there. You can record things. And they, he even told us that they have one specifically for DJs. Hmm. So, because um, obviously they need different equipment, so I don't yes, know. yes, yes, yes. Especially if they're giving giving workshops. I understood there were some workshops being given in Landmobile. I'm coming back to that again, but <laughs> yeah, we keep coming back to LVP. <laughs> 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 yeah, so those are some of the options if you like uh, music. Um, and then I also want to mention Mose Musica because they are. I don't know what 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 should we call Moise Musica or partners? Yeah, partners. Mm -hmm. Like, are uh, it has more of like a child feeling. I'm so proud of Moise Musica because mm -hmm. they started uh, in collaboration with us. Um, they wanted to have um, radio time, so airtime for DJs because just to play like a whole set, and um, they got it, and they've been doing it for uh, quite a while now, uh, every Saturday. They have an hour from a, usually a Maastricht-based DJ or maybe around Maastricht. Um, so you can tune into that. And if you are a DJ and you want to participate to that, shoot them a message, find them on Instagram or find us and we will connect you to them. Uh, so uh, that's for uh, DJ music. I think we are going to listen to another show, uh, show <laughs> to another song. <laughs> and this is one that Shem brought. Yes, this is actually a band I met in Maastricht in the old Mandrill. So if you're all wondering and if you've heard about this term, Mandrill, Mandrill used to be a squad. Uh, in fact, they used to have a location on the Bostrad and then they moved a bit close to the Radium Foam Factory. And now I think they're mainly online organizing stuff. Hey, guess where? At the LBB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's but the only squad left, people. It's not our fault. Yeah, it's exactly. Fault, it's, 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 it's the lack of options. The other squads I mean, ended up like yeah. in, in green in the LBB. But yes, th th this is a, a really beautiful band. Um, they launched from Maastricht. And yeah, I've, I've, I've been missing them. Uh, so I hope, I hope you enjoy it too. All right. Oh, and it's called? Maastricht from the series Beans Project. Yes. Allez, viens. 
Je t'emmène à Maastricht On ira planer dans les magasins Se perdre dans une foule tacite De bourgeois sans lendemain Tu vois ici l'épicentre, il tourne autour D'un univers sans guerre et sans darfour D'argent, de bienvolant et de morale à salaire moral De vice versant dans le bien-être banal Allez viens was Maastricht from the Serious Beans Project. Thank you, Shayam, from for bringing that here in the studio with us today. Um, yeah, Maastricht-based, so everything's in and around Maastricht music-wise um, in this, um, this episode. Um, yeah, so we're talking about what there is to do. We talked about music already in Maastricht, where you can go if you want to go out, but not in town, so not in the mainstream scene. And I also wanted to talk a bit about more culture and art so she am there's a mu new museum in town right there is a new museum uh, something in town. About indeed, that. indeed i saw them uh in fact on the way here uh, it's called museum of illusions and 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I think nice mixture between arts and science. Um, and this might be a nice nice lead, nice, how do you call it? They will they, they might also have a stand in the PASS Festival, which is the parkour yeah. arts and science. And yeah, that, that is one of, the, one of the things I discovered. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And I also think that we often forget the Centre Ceramique, which is where we have our studio now. We will be moving soon, but that is obviously the public library. People know it as a library. Uh, but on the first floor, there's also exhibitions. So they change every few weeks or months. And there's a lot of things being organized here as well. So sometimes it's like art exhibitions. Sometimes it's uh, photography. Uh, I play the harp. So every at least once a year, they ask us to play here with like a, a harp group. Sometimes they have like readings that they organize here. So I think also for like culture wise, keep an eye on, uh, on the Centre Ceramique because they organize a lot of things. Um, yeah, Helena, any other suggestions? I don't know. It's like uh, it's cultural, but not necessarily uh, arts, what I'm uh, thinking about right now. Uh, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a history uh, aficionada. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I always uh, recommend people to go to the caves. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it sounds uh, basic, but so many people who live here haven't uh, gone there to do the tour of the caves and uh, St. Peter and stuff and you learn so much about the history of Maastricht and that you can do it anytime, you know, you don't even need to wait for them to organize yeah. an event or something, just go. Yeah, that's something that even me, like me as an American, like, I mean, America, like if you're in America, something that's very old is like, oh, like a, a few hundred years old. These caves are thousands of years old. Everything, everything you touch. Exactly. <laughs> so but the like, caves are really cool. Like a lot of people always, when you come, when they come in to hear about the caves, they think it's just a cave. Yeah. But there's a lot of things inside of it as well. Yeah. You can see like the way that they dug it out. You can see the material that you will later on recognize, like embasements in town. Uh, and you, there's like wall paintings as well from different periods of time, and there's just so much to see there. But do not go in the caves on your own. Yeah, you no, will no. get lost, well, and you will not you find will your die. way out. Yeah, go with the it tour, happens. and also with the tour, you learn much more than you would learn by yourself in the dark. So, yeah. so in the Netherlands, you cannot enter any one of them. So in the Netherlands, they close them all down, so and lock them and whatever. So, but as soon as you cross the border here in Belgium. Than you can so I think that's where a lot don't of don't tell them where to go, go no but I'm just saying that's how students have died in the last years yeah. you do not you do yeah. not want to be a skeleton that yeah. someone yeah. finds in a no. cave yeah. or or you know the the story that everybody tells is the cautionary tale and uh, be like oh you know you know, there's like those two people that happened a right, few years right, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know the story and it's like, okay, you don't want to be those people, you know, that everybody yeah. talks about for years. Exactly, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to be that person. But <laughs> no. well, I mean, also on the subject of like museums and things and like also theater, when we do have a great Tonal Academy here in school, so they do productions. Yes. Um, but uh, so a couple of years ago, so there's something that also was, also is something that's interesting with the Musikiterai um, is that, and also, so there's also opera side, which is also theater because opera. And alles is drama. Mm. And alles is drama. As well as the student association that is around theater. So you can either join them if you want to be part of the theater, but also watch their shows because they have productions three or four times a year, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing that did happen a couple of years ago that I'm not sure how much is going to happen again, because 
the Tonell Academy, the theater school, and the conservatory are all part of Zaud. Um, a couple of years ago, there was a small new music, new opera festival. Um, yeah. So there was new, new, new musical theater, which I was I was lucky enough to perform in. Just plugging myself, but um, <laughs> but also it was just a really cool thing because you know there's so there's new music because you think of opera, you think of things that are like a hundred years old. There's no theater things that were composed in 2018, um, and then ended up being performed yeah. but and it's and just seeing yeah just a new production and a new way of looking at a kind of classical form awesome that was an awesome pitch Saki. let's go into a song quickly and then we go to our cultural agenda which finally filled up again and so the next song is keep it up from the picture and like i said a dutch and you will hear that this is definitely a dutch artist dutch musician dutch music Jim's looking at me funny, but you'll know. keep it up from the picture we are at the end of our show um, so you're still listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM we told you everything we know and we can think of right now that's happening uh, in Maastricht normally uh, ways to find culture, music, performance anything that you want to do we have it here and probably more there's a lot of things we haven't even mentioned yet or maybe did not think of 
But we are at the end of our hour, so we want to go into a cultural agenda. Uh, and there's quite a lot happening, actually. So, of course, there's SRM that you can join. Find us, find us on the socials. We are on SoundCloud. You can listen to all our radio shows there. Uh, and also, we're organizing a meet and greet soon. So keep an eye on our socials. And there's a podcast coming up about the introduction week. Where Shiam and Katinka are running around <laughs> asking people questions and recording their answers. Uh, there's also the Pass Festival, the 3 and 4 September. That's going to be at Tapain. Bryce festivals 3 to 5 September so keep an eye on the social media of the Musikkieterij because there's going to be some updates on how to get a ticket the regulations obviously they have to change things but um, they're working on it Tuesday there's jam sessions at the LBB we've mentioned enough about the LBB <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome go there uh, and there's next week uh, an open mic happening at Radium Boulders now for our last song we're going to listen to Solomon and Solomon is a Maastricht based band. Half of the band is also actually from Maastricht, and the other half, um, well, they met here on an open mic that they also organize normally in normal life. And uh, we wanted to end the show with them, but we also got some news. So I sent a message to, uh, to Kun from Solomon asking if there were any updates he could give us, and he gave me some. That apparently nobody knows about yet. Breaking news. Yes. Breaking. We so, are breaking the news. Yeah. So um, he sent it to me in Dutch. So let's see how good I am in <laughs> translating what's that message on the spot. But they were nominated for the Limburg's uh, Pop Prize 2020. So that's super awesome. Solomon, congratulations on that Ooh. for the category Best Newcomer. So um, yeah, I was excited to hear that that happened even in a lockdown where you're not allowed to play. And they have a new label deal with the label Meet Me There Music. So they're going to go into a studio soon and record even more of music, which is going to be awesome with a producer who also worked with Ben Howard and Bjork. So that must be something, right? <laughs> Excited. Uh, they're working yeah. with a producer who worked with Bjork? Oh, they're making it big now. I know, right? They're going to they, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna forget all about Maltry. They're going to forget our names. Well, Kun, you better not forget us. <laughs> but they might, they might. But we'll see. Um, anyways, that's going to be amazing, obviously. And they have been um, recording a documentary for the past two years. So uh, that's going to be released soon as well. So starting next week, Solomon is going online with a crowdfunding page so people can support them as well. Because obviously these guys have been working so hard and we know this as art. We are all involved in music with musicians. And that's also why I wanted to spend two minutes talking about Solomon because it's such hard work and especially if you cannot perform but you still have to pay for recordings and you still have to pay for shooting a documentary and they're still practicing and doing all these things um, and that goes obviously for all musicians out there all artists out there it's been a rough year and a half almost two years for everybody so uh, they're starting a crowdfunding page where people can um, support them by for instance um ordering out a pre-sale of their new album or of the documentary um, and you can support them financially but also show them some support with follows and um, checking them out on Instagram. And then of course we want to support them by playing their songs and their music. So this one is Brighter Day. Uh, it's also one of the songs you hear in the SRM on Tour podcast episode about Solomon that we recorded with, I think it was one of the last live shows that they did last year. I remember that night. That, that was that, amazing. That was, that was a great day. Yeah. 
We talked to the band. Uh, we made a podcast about that. It's on our SoundCloud, so you can find it there and together with all the new um, SRAM on tour podcast episodes that we will release later this week. So go listen to that. Uh, go listen to Solomon. Go listen to Student Radio, Maastricht. Go listen to all the music artists that have been working so hard for the past year and a half. Guys, I had fun with you in the studio today. We'll see you guys next week. Love you long times. And any last words? Did we mention Lan Bo <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we, I don't know if we did, but go check out them. I'm going, <laughs> to, check I'm, out. I'm going to end the show with the classic, the classic Dutch, you know, goodbye. Doei. Doei. Oi. Oi. <laughs> I'm